does Elon Musk have a burner Twitter account? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> I heard he does. It's Elon something, and he pretends to be a kid. Elon's child 22 or something like that. Whoa, dude. If you're a fully grown man and you have a burner account where you pose as someone under 18 and you masturbate while you're logged into that account, are you a pedophile? Yes. You heard it here first, Slurs Speech Podcast. And I don't know if Elon heard, Musk confirmed pedophile. And I don't know if you've heard in previous podcasts, <laughs> but we think pedophilia is bad. <laughs> that was a hot take that was here on the Slurred Speech <laughs> we Podcast. Did, we did make that hot take. <laughs> I think we've had. Uh, I think we've only had a couple of firm stances on thing, and one was pedophilia bad. Pedophilia bad. I don't. Yep. Me- I don't remember what number two was or number. Three. I, you know what? I think I'm I'm ready to do it today. It's 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 more of a hot take than that. Joe Biden, kind of old. <laughs> he's kind of old. Kind of. He's kind of already the oldest, and he wants to do it again. Awesome. I always say this: like, if the 78 year old owner came into the work and was telling us stuff to do and sounded like a 78 year old man. You're always kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll go talk to a manager, you know. Hey, Cheryl, you want to get him some activities? (laughs) (laughs) You want to maybe show him the new microwave? (laughs) I don't think he needs to be getting into the R&D or the uh, um, infrastructure planning for the week. Before we got bought out, they had set up our... You like my office speak? R&D and infrastructure <laughs> planning. <laughs> Sorry. It's better It's better office talk than me because I don't even go to an office. I haven't been to an office and I, I think I had to go out of town last time I was in an office. Or I go to the office and no one is there. But our owner was like 78. He was like the, the original owner of the company is still the owner. And he'd come in and just sit around and talk with everyone for an hour. Like and just... And, like, the owner's kids were then the managers, and they'd come by and be like, all right, let's get to work. And he'd be like, ah, don't worry about them. So then after he would leave, they'd come <laughs> talk to you. They wouldn't talk to him. They'd come talk to you and go, you can't talk to him like that. You can't sit around and have conversations. Like, So then if you were rude to him, he would go and tell on you. And it's like, you know who he is, right? Mm-hmm. He started this company. You could be a little polite to him. But he would come in, and one day I forgot to help him reset his password so he could check his emails, which he got nothing but spam email. So they got he all needs mad. It, though. That's what he would do, though. That was funny. He he that was his activity was he'd come in and, and quote-unquote, check his email, and it was just nothing but spam email. Mm. And he would go through all of them, and a lot of them were from the church, you know, whatever <laughs> church he went to. So. Whoa. Shh. That's a hot take. What? Emails from God are spam. You heard it here first on the Slurred Speech podcast. We uh, this is pro- we bought a company, and one of the general emails... Did I tell this before or no? Oh. One of the general emails was like, Bible verses of the day at whatever the company name.com, and we deleted that email address, uh-huh. and the owner was like, oh, we need to have that. I need to be able to email my Bible verses every day. You know, like, and it was like... Yeah, homie, this is like a corporation now. This isn't your eight people that you had in here. That was that the owner? Yeah, the old owner. So did he think he was just going to keep doing that to people in his office, or did he think he was now going to be able to use the Blackhawk large CC (laughs) chain? I'm going to have to delete that. (laughs) I'm sorry. We've never said the name of the company you work for? No. Well, mark the time. (laughs) 340. I think we've let it slip before, just to be fair to me. I, you probably also. Have. I think we've let it. You've let me know that we should not talk about it. 
There's still gel on this pen. It's not really that big of a deal, but I just don't want anyone. I don't. When I. You know, at a big company like Brazzers. (laughs) (laughs) You thought I was going to say it again. Uh, They probably. You're probably right. They might uh, have feelers out there to see what. Not what I'm doing, but I just. I just know I troll people enough on Twitter, and there's. That's true. Not so much anymore. Like, I was really bad for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I think, like... I remember that time you attacked the feminists. Yes. They were really bad. <laughs> I attacked them. I attacked all of ESPN Cleveland, WKNR. Yeah. They didn't come back at me. They just all blocked me. Yeah. yeah. Um, Losers. But there's one guy on there that, like, goes at... Like, was emailing... Like, people were trolling him because he had some really bad takes. He was Googling these people to the point where he found out where they worked and was emailing their bosses and stuff. Nice. Yeah. And, like, they were coming on. They're like, dude, this guy emailed my boss and, like, then sent them all the tweets, like, the bad tweets he was sending, you know? (laughs) So I guess what I'm saying is I don't really want anyone emailing Blackheart. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) That's too... I don't really want anyone. You want to just restart it? <laughs> no, no, no. Let's go. I'll put a funny sound effect over it. I'll be like a fun... <laughs> A fart noise or something. Nice. Nice. Oh, welcome to the Sir Speech Podcast. I think this is the first time I've ever done the, the welcome. Joe's beside himself. Uh, no, no calls, I just no. want to let him know I'm all in, baby. All in, baby. That's the, that's the Cavs thing, right? Yeah, I'm yeah all it in. sure is. It's too bad they're not all in. Jesus Christ. No, Fucking they, learn how to rebound a ball. No, yeah, that's been uh, the trouble in all of the games that they've lost. It's not been good. <laughs> it has not been. Um, and, you know, I think some people might have been like, oh, is it going to be fiery between Donovan Mitchell and the Knicks and the, um, the crowd in him? And, you know, he's going to ma- try and make them pay and make them feel bad and – uh, yeah, he did a really bad job making him feel bad, like just maybe sympathetic that he was playing terrible. In yeah, that and that the Knicks would be – I don't know, man. Um, you know, he's hes not um, locked up for all that long, um, and I don't know. I guess I'm having uh, worst-case scenarios flood my mind right now, <coughs> and this is it. Donovan Mitchell possibly proving that he is not – a good playoff basketball player. Uh, we well overpaid for him, and we might not have him for very long. Um, that we could had... be very unfair. You know, new coach, new team. Um, I've also been sorry. You can talk now. We had one good quarter in that last game, the third quarter. Every other, the first two were not good, and the fourth quarter we looked horrible. Well, so the way I looked, that fourth quarter was the shocking thing to me. Um, the first quarter was terrible. Honestly, I think, I think it was this... 23-30 at the end of the first quarter. Mm, yeah, but I think we might have on a few... I'm not sure if it was 23-30 or if we were actually down nine. Because I think I was like hoping we would keep it to seven or eight, and they made a made... I think they might have made a last second or a, a basket, and I don't know. Either way, though, the first quarter was pretty terrible. Second quarter, though, I think they didn't really expand the lead. Um... Because I was thinking they basically got better throughout the game, with the first quarter being pretty terrible. Yeah, 23-30, you're right. Uh, 22-24 in the second, so um, we just about evened it out. Then we had a good third quarter. Um, My only hesitation was that the refs 
were so blatantly changing the way that they were calling the game between timeouts and stuff. Um, there was a period where everything was being called. There was a, a play where Donovan Mitchell got f- fouled twice by Randall. Once he grabbed his arm to keep him from getting a breakout on a steal. Yep. Then he fouled him at the rim, yep. and they didn't call either of those. Then on the next possession up the court, they called someone on the Knicks for I don't even remember what, maybe a moving screen or something, and then came up the floor, and that might have been when Mitchell got called for the carry. And it was there were like four makeup calls in a row after the two non-calls on Mitchell. And then there were a couple sloppy possessions. A timeout got called, and then all of a sudden they didn't call a fucking foul for the rest of the quarter. And I almost want to say the third quarter we didn't. We had two players play good. I feel like it was like Garland and Allen played good in the third quarter. Yeah, and Garland. Um, it was nice to see, and I was very optimistic about seeing Garland come out. But he was also fair. I feel like fairly a non-factor in the first half. Well, so I because he was hurt first game, right? You hurt his finger? Yeah, yeah. And so I figured, like, the second game, yeah, it, he, yeah, he, um, he was just, yeah. And then they took him out for, like, 20 seconds for a break, and he was on the bench like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you mm-hmm. taking me out? Uh, Yeah, man, Um, they're out hustling us. I think, you know, I hear everyone saying, like, we're the better team. It's like, we're not the, I, I don't know if that you could say, like, you're not the better team than just getting manhandled like this. Well, I, th- I think part of that is is the lack the lack of depth you're seeing. Um, they were basically daring Isaac Okoro to shoot corner threes, um, just not guarding him. Um, even after he hit a few, they were like, uh, "We'll be okay with that." And Chetty um, too. You're not seeing. You, ha- you haven't seen minutes out of Ricky Rubio and Danny Green all of a sudden. Um, you can't count on, you know, game two, if you're going to rely on monstrous efforts from Levert, you know, um, well, I, I couldn't really drink the, the Kool-Aid even after an amazing game two. I mean, Karis I, Levert is going to score 30, and then he's going to go out and get six. I was going to say, I think that's Karis Levert, right? That's his game. He, he it, plays. That's him a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he, I mean, he had 14 and nine the other night, so that's pretty good still. Um but, yeah, I don't know, man. I sat there most of game four just pissed off. Like, well, Mitchell's disappearing, and Mobley and Garland haven't got the extra experience that they needed this year, so they're not really those players. And I'm like, that's because we, we've built the team around Mitchell now. Um, so I was I spent a lot of that game pretty salty, even though I, I got really excited after that third quarter. I was like, this game is trending towards us. We had a terrible first, a mediocre second, a great third, and then the first few minutes of that fourth quarter, it was I, it seemed pretty obvious to what me. What was I mean, about I, to happen? I was, I was still watching and, and optimistic, but uh, I I had a sinking feeling very early in that fourth You know quarter. what the highlight of that Cavs game was for me? What? I ate some pretty good chicken. I went over to Shane's, the wild card's house, and yeah. he grilled up some chicken and some hot dogs, and I had some... Delicious chicken. I was, I was, because he, he was like, I burned some pieces, but man, that chicken was fire. <laughs> I was, I, it was good, man. I had like three pieces. Just some, <laughs> just some flame grilled barbecue, or yeah, what? yeah. even throw sauce on it with some seasoning on it, man. It was fire. I was like, all right, wild card, <laughs> yeah. What you have for the fixins? What kind of fixins? You no, got? just it was just dude, just chicken. It was chicken and hot dogs, baby. Chicken and hot dogs. <laughs> the, the sides were hot dogs. Okay. Well, I was oh. watching it with a four-year-old and a 14-year-old with him, too. Okay. I mean, just not even <laughs> uh, some fries. <laughs> nope. 
Chicken nope. and hot dogs. <laughs> Just chicken and hot dogs. Chicken and hot dogs. Meat, meat and a bread. <laughs> it was... The food pyramid would be proud. Well, the grain lobbyists. Yeah. At least you got a bread in there. We all know it's the most important. It's just surprising you had two meats. I guess not really for a man's day. Uh, Cholesterol's great. <laughs> I bet it is. I bet it is. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm getting I'm getting worried about the Cavs situation, but I don't know. I don't want to be Debbie Downer. And... What's there to be worried about? They're going to get beat this next game, and then we'll have the offseason. They're going to be get beat. Uh, we still... Clearly, Levert isn't enough to be the small forward. So, we, I mean, we still got to make a move at small forward. Um, long-term progress of the team, they should still all get better. Um, it, uh, you know, again, I think adding in Mitchell here just kind of delayed the progress of Mobley and um, Garland. But, you know, that's acceptable if you only get so many shots. And I think, you know, I, I initially said how I didn't really like this trade that much, but you only get so many shots at bringing a superstar to a franchise. I'm not mad at the trade. I, I thought everyone, and I think everyone was like, oh, the Utah playoff thing is just because he had no help, you know? And now it's like, he's got help. It's Yeah, it's a little bit of a thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't, I still, I'm not, I'm not knowledgeable about enough about the sport, and I haven't heard anyone give me a, I, I don't really watch and listen to all that much sports talk radio and, and definitely not ESPN. I hate that shit anymore. But I don't know, and I haven't heard anyone give me a good take as to what it is. I don't know if it's just over a four- or five-game series, something about his offensive game just lends to him shying away. I don't know if it's his attitude or his demeanor. I don't know what it is. Do they is, game but... plan? Does someone able to game plan for him? With having five or seven yeah, games? And... And, and, yeah, that's the only thing I can think is that, you know, you see him twice a year in the regular season, you watch it on tape, you you game plan for it, but it's not the same. And then when you see him two, three, four nights in a row and you're game planning, you, you just get his number. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know. I don't have the answer to that question, but something's going on. I think if you did have the answer, you'd probably be assisting coaching somewhere. You, and it's just, um, yeah, maybe. I, and that's um, always funny when someone says something like, well, I'm not perfect at work. I'm like, if you're perfect, you'd be working at NASA or something. You wouldn't be working at Brad, wherever I work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, here's something interesting, too, though. And I guess the I guess the one combination had its own problems for just the reason of being Kyrie. Um, the Clippers have had their own problems from injuries. They're They're both out right now. They're facing an elimination match tonight, the Clippers. Kawhi and Paul George are still out. Paul George still hasn't come back from his injury, and Kawhi's knee is injured now too. So 2019, that's 19 to 20, 21, 22, 23. Four NBA seasons. The Nets have Kyrie and Durant, and the Clippers get Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Paul George, probably the biggest up-and-coming star at that time. KD and... And Kyrie, they are superstars already. And Kawhi Leonard is already coming off of winning a title with Toronto. So probably, I guess him and Paul George were the big up-and-coming stars. Giannis hadn't quite turned the corner yet. Since that time, do you know how many playoff series those two teams won over the those four years? I don't. Did Brooklyn ever win a playoff series? Did they? I'm gonna say. I'm going to say two. I feel like they each won one each. Wow. Okay. You went very low. Yeah. So you, you're 
four. They won four series. Really? Okay. So combined in so four years, that's eight years of oh, playoff I guess basketball. F- four years, I would say. Then they probably won one each, and then they got knocked out the second round. Because I because you don't because I feel like I would have heard a lot more. I don't watch. So they they each won a playoff series, or no, not each. One of them won a playoff series every year. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Because um, so there would have been a year they both won two. Um, Kyrie and, and KD are obviously no longer with the Nets, and again the Clippers are down three one to the Suns. So uh, it's about to be four playoff series wins in four years for those two. Do, do you think someone's here right now? I think they might be. I think they might be. <laughs> They're just big Browns fans. We just like have to drop in Browns, Browns sound clips all the time. Uh, how'd you enjoy your last uh, Sweet Chin music music show? It was great. Uh, Geeked it was awesome, out, man. Geeked out. They paid us extra. We got nice mm-hmm. tips. That um, place. Um, did they really? They they give you. A, they paid us a little bit extra. Yeah, excellent. Because yeah. they weren't very busy. Weren't busy. The crowd was not super into it, but like I thought, we played good. I thought the sound sounded good. It was like, you know, anytime there's a sporting event and a band playing. Especially on a clash is a little bit. Yeah. Maybe in fact they were a little bit like, oh shit, sorry. She loves us, the the manager yeah. lady. Well, I mean, yeah. So if you go in there and there's a bad crowd because of that poor planning on their part, which it's not really poor planning. We were talking. I was talking about this with Monica. They didn't know the Cavs would be playing when they scheduled. You know what I mean? So they they couldn't have really. And they don't it. have a lot of bands there, so we're doing something right enough that they have us come in. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so they, yeah, she might have just been like, "Oh, sorry, there's not a lot of people here." And because she booked more two more shows with us after the first mm. set, it was great for me though. I mean, the video game machines were open. Yeah, the, dude, uh, was, I did first, what I wanted all night. The first, darts, the first set, the, there was a, a decent amount of people there. The second set, it was kind of like, and then they the the most hilarious part to me the whole the whole night was. They came up to us at the second set. We're like, "Hey, can you guys turn down a little bit?" And we're like, "Yeah, sure," you know, which is fine. Mm-hmm. The you know it, the place emptied out a little bit, and so you have to turn down your music a little bit. Yep. Um, we're finishing up and we're cleaning up, and they turned on the house stereo, and that thing was like three times the loudness of the band. Like mm-hmm. it was crazy. Like the only thing I would say to that is there was a group of people getting down at the bar to whatever they were playing. And they were very clearly also hanging out with one of the bartenders. So oh I, yeah, there was I, they knew that person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so were... I think that was because that place when we were done, that place was pretty empty. Yeah, it was that that group was all that was going to be left. But yeah. yeah, that was kind of funny that you guys got told to turn down, and then they immediately were playing some kind of obnoxious music. Very loud shot. They played that shot song. Yeah, yeah, shots, they did. They shots, did. and they shots, got down shots, to it. Those, oh, there was that those... one girl was on the chair dancing. I'm like, what? <laughs> I know for shot. I was a little bit like, really? You haven't heard this song enough. <laughs> I told Steve, I'm like, dude, you just need to, you could be a band by yourself and just do the drums and the shot stuff, dude. Shot, shot, I was like, shot, you know, I, I, I'm just going to side on being happy for them. They must be celebrating something. I was like, because if they're, they're getting this hyped about shots this late in the game, they're all assholes. I, I remember, did you ever go to, oh, what was that, like, was like the rustic boot or the cowboy boot or there was some wannabe, like, cowboy bar. Remember we're in Brunswick where, like, Bozak's was at, yeah. like, next to sidelines? Wasn't it exactly where that was at? Yeah. The Draft Saloon. Or was something. it called the Draft? No, the Draft Saloon was, it wasn't that. It was something else. Oh. And they would do. Tequila they, Sunrise or tequila, something cowboy. Yeah, like I say, it was something like that. And, Fuck. But they would play that shot song. 
like every hour, and the bartenders would get on the bar and like they'd do shot, shot. Oh, did they? They would shoot stuff into your mouth, you know. <laughs> and I was like, thirsty cowboy. That was no, that's in Medina, funky cool Medina. Uh, uh, it was like from the same owner who owned like something downtown, you know. Tequila like, cowboy, maybe. I don't know why that popped in my head. Obviously, it's closed, so me searching for these stuff is... is yeah, really it was just... That's what it reminded me of. Then you get the shots of whatever they were giving you. It was just like watered-down mixer, alcoholic mixer, mm-hmm. you know? But they would... Yeah, that's what... Shot, 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 shot! And they'd give away free shots to everybody, which was probably a bad business decision when they think about it. Unless it was like just water, flavored water to try and sober you up a little bit. Just enough alcohol in there yeah. to make it taste like alcohol. Or just to disinfect the bottle because that's disgusting that yeah. they were shooting that shit at you. A little bit. It was pre-COVID, man. It was. Pre-COVID, man. Man, I used to be... Calm down. Don't, don't tell me to calm Don't tell... Let me tell you something about calming down. Um. <laughs> When's your next show? <laughs> May 12th. At Medina, a brewing company, which is always a fun place to play. Okay, okay. Yep. Cool, cool. cool. Um, I'll be flying solo. Right. Oh, where will Mondi? She'll be at a bachelorette party. <laughs> which, I gotta say, she's 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 down with this, this uh, you know, that, that gift I showed you earlier. And let's not even drop what kind of gift it is, but yeah. she has plans now. She's like, hey, I gotta do something. Not like that, because it's for, you know, the bride. But, you know, the... The basic idea of what I did. She's like, I got to do something for that. But, yeah, she'll be gone on that thing. Bobby, you got a gift coming, bro. Bobby, you got a gift. So I got to. So it's dumb. It's, it's it's almost a borderline gag gift, but it's also fucking so awesome. I have to tell you. So Bobby was on the podcast last week, right? Mm-hmm. I thought he did great. I thought he, I he still haven't it. listened to it. He nailed it. So and what we talked a lot about MetaZoo, mm-hmm. right? So guess what I went out and purchased? Oh, no. <laughs> Legit, or are these like the the collector one? No, it's no, it's the the the, the game. So I bought that box, and Man, I bought... you guys are collectors. And then I, I opened up all these packs already. <laughs> so I, I kind of team you building. I don't know. I text Bobby. Bobby's gonna teach me how to play. Just don't do it Saturday. Oh no 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 no! You no, guys no, will no. get excited <laughs> at some point and start. You know what? In fact, it's gonna happen. Just let it happen for an hour. You and and. Uh, Christopher and, and Bob will probably go and talk about it. Oh, it's not open. You can, you, this one's not open? No, not yet. Don't open it. <laughs> don't open it. But it's just... That one's the collector. <laughs> it's just funny that because I was like, remember we talked after the podcast, I'm like, I don't need more stuff to buy and collect. I don't... Yeah. <laughs> I literally went to the Meyer, the grocery store here, and they're, they're, those mystery boxes are there. I'm like, oh, I'll buy a couple and see. So then I bought them. I'm like, I cannot just buy more stuff to have. Like, I have to play this game. So I was texting Bob, like, hey, man, you got to teach me how to play. And he's like, yeah, 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 You know, he's like, I'm busy this week, but next week I'm open, blah, blah, blah. And then we talked. He mentioned the birthday party. Like, he wasn't going to be able to do it at the birthday party, mm-hmm. which wouldn't be the best place to try and do that. Anymore. Probably not. I guess you could always try and go over there early or something. Um, what's uh, I'm thinking about maybe uh, – uh, I don't know. See him, see him bubble up for the game tomorrow. So I don't know if your uh, other plans fall through. Tomorrow is Wednesday. We are supposed to go look at an automobile. Yep. But that might have fell through. That's what I was saying. It sounded like Be- it might have fell because off. of the Hyundai key. Because of Joe Biden. Joe Biden makes some more cars. I need oh. a car. Yeah. I don't know where you're going with this. So I'll just let you keep going. 
Joe Biden, electric, <laughs> killing the coal, That's what it, <laughs> solar bullshit, uh, building back the infrastructure. What's the sense in having a good road and bridge if I ain't got a car, Joe? So I have to say. Sleeping <laughs> on the automobile industry, Sleepy Joe. Dude, some of the the artwork on these cards is fucking sleepy, weepy, sick. little bow, peepy Joe. Like, no, they do have some cool animations. Dude, this one right here, this one, this creepy ass fucking guy, uh-huh. Ingrid Cole. That is fucking. That's like straight out of a horror movie. Yeah, and then Robert the Doll is pretty sweet. Mm. Do you like horror movies? <laughs> I fucking hate horror movies. You do? Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah, I know we have. Oh, so I was like, I was like, really? I saw Evil Dead. <laughs> oh, did you see the new Evil I Dead? I saw Evil Dead Rise. I, I watched the game with Shane, I told you that, the Cam mm-hmm. game, and I must have heard about the Mario movie about 36,500 times. From Cam, yeah. and or Riley, and or Shane? Did they all see it? Cam and Shane. And what did they have to say? It was good. They said it was I'm good. I'm excited to see. I kind of wanted to do a double feature, but Mon was not feeling up for it. I think we were talking about it even before. Cam's game was Friday, and then, was there another one Sunday? Sunday, yes. Wait, there was? Yeah. Yeah, there Okay. Which one were we talking about? We were talking about Game 4 earlier. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sunday. We were talking yeah, about Sunday. Yeah, no, we, we did some stuff earlier in the day, um, then watched the game, and I think that kind of took the wind out of our sails a little bit. Yeah, I ate over there, then we came. I came home. and Yeah, we were thinking about doing a double feature, whether it was sneaking in or uh, going to the drive-in. They were playing on opposite screens, though. We weren't sure if they would let us switch. You know what I've been watching? What have you been watching? And I've been like super into it. What have you been watching and super into? And it's, I don't know if this is lame or not. Sure. Who cares? We're all into lame stuff. Yeah. I Ar- watched Chippendales. That was a good show, by the way. Like You, the, go, you go now. Uh, Arcane? Uh, is that, um, what video game is that? You're almost there. Uh... I don't think it's I'm a gonna... game I've never played. League of Legends. It's a two League of I knew like a two player battle royale. Yeah, I've never three to five players. I've never played the game before. I don't know if it's battle royale or not. No, um that's not the right word for it. It's like a three to five player team game, isn't it? I've never played it. I have no idea. I literally Is it good? It's awesome. Oh really? It's fucking amazing. I've heard um a variety of things, which was that it's trash, but that could also be the hardcore people that love the game. So I've never it. played the game. So I've got two things. I've got. I've heard very mixed emotions on it. I've never saw the, never saw the game, or never played the game. I knew nothing about anything going in. So, be, so I was clicking through Netflix. It's like twelve thirty at night, and you know, mm-hmm. just twelve thirty at night. Twelve thirty at night. Having a good time. Twelve thirty at night. Twelve thirty at night. Just looking for something to watch. Something to shake off the existential crisis <laughs> that <laughs> happens if you turn off electronics too early before bed. I got gotcha. you. Having a good time. I had seen the episode of Becker that was already on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it wasn't a particularly good one, too. No, no. Because I know if it was a good one or a decent one, you'd be like, ah, I remember this one. I'll yep. watch it. Did you know he smokes and he's a doctor? I'm I Becker. know. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> it only came up like three times a season, like every other episode. Man, how are you going to be a doctor and be over there smoking? Uh, Being a doctor is what <laughs> makes me need to smoke. <laughs> and then, anyways. As a doctor, you should know, is 70 years old is your life expectancy. I don't need to be past 60. Why does Oh, he, Becker. Why does Becker talk like that? No, I, that's actually, uh, no, that was my Becker impression and not <laughs> anyone else on the show talking to him. 
I, you're good. There, so, there was a conglomeration of all the other characters that would call him out for being a smoker. All right. That well, one lady, <laughs> the other guy, not black, the black guy, though. Black Jake. Not the black. black I never do a black man voice. Jake. I never do black Jake voice. I do like that actor, though. I can't remember other stuff he's in, but I, I like. Uh, I always remember liking that guy. What is he in? I, I missed a phone call. Probably Renee telling you to shut the fuck up. Or maybe it's Monica calling to tell you I smoked a black in my eye last weekend. <laughs> he said you didn't have any tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> On the show three days. I, you know what? I'm sticking with it, though. I think I think it's going to be a treat. I'm going to do one. one Whoa, maybe that guy is not the guy who I thought he was. <gasps> That's right. It had Jorge Garcia on it. The guy that was in Lost, which is a show I don't even really like. Oh, yeah, and that that lady. Jake Malinak. Oh, wow, that's the lady from Saw, oh, too. His real name's Alex Dessert. Yeah, maybe he's not who I thought he was. He was in Becker, and then he was in The Flash. Swingers, that's what I remember Swingers, from. yep. He was High old. Fidelity. I like that movie a lot. Was he blind in those, too? Is he actually blind? I, I don't he, think he's blind. He was in PCU. Remember PCU? I Vaguely, I didn't really care for it. I don't know why. Something he was on him. the LeBron's show. The LeBron. He was in Mr. Pickles. Dude, fuck it. This guy's the man. He seems to have done a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot Animation. of voice acting. Wolverine and X-Men? Hey, good all right, good for this guy. Shameless. Is that, like, the Shameless? I'm not sure. Yep, it is. Oh, he was only in one episode. That's not a, really a thing. And then there's that lady who I think played... Uh, didn't she play uh, Robin in the, the Howard Stern movie? Or does she just look like that lady in that? Jackie Brown? True Crime. Oh, man. That lady's a badass, too. Oh, she was in The Soul Man. Okay, so Arcane. Or Arcane, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Arcane. So you're surfing around. It's and I, 1230. Becker's no-go. Yep. Um, And it said, like... And you and what bring what draws you in? The description in was that there was two different. Oh, let me read the description. Two me. different sects of warring clans. Kind of, yeah. It was like there was um, on here. What? What? And they're battling it out for the fate of the universe. Something like and she that. wears skin tight costume and she has pink and blue hair, and you think she's really hot, especially. Well, there, when you're the up one there has pink it. hair. Who and is she's got oh, I can't bandoleros her. strapped under her tits. And then there is it's blue so hair, which hot. is powder. And also, they're battling for supremacy in the arcane arts. Yeah, now I can't. Tits. <laughs> <laughs> Such an asshole. I'm trying to <laughs> Eva is the pink hair, I think, right? Man, you, you watch the show and you <laughs> You don't even know the name of the main character. Um, I even know her name isn't that, only because I've beaten off to her like four or five <laughs> times. Just kidding. Ooh, it's a steam, an adult animated steampunk action adventure television series. Okay, can I read you the Netflix description now? So that this is Do what it. got me. Do it. Amid the stark discord of Twin Cities, Piltover and Zon. Two sisters fight on rival sides of a war between magic technologies and clashing convictions. What are the sisters' names? Jinx and or her name was Powder before she turned into a bad guy. In v. Oh, she's a bad guy? Yeah, she turned So into... she's kind of like Harlequin? 
Yeah, she, yeah, they really did make her go Harley Quinn pretty I good. was going to say that design is from the show looks more Harlequin-esque than from the game. So, like, like she's, like, the good, like, so, spoiler alert, she's good, and then she turns bad, and then when she turns bad, I pro- I'm really spoiling, like, a hardcore, okay. part, hardcore part of it. It came out in 2021. If you didn't watch by now, you, don't, you know, it's, it's animation. I don't know. 2021's not really spoiler-worthy. It's go for it, bud. Hey, spoiler alert. Turn it off. <laughs> so she's she's good, then she turns bad. What turns her bad? So. Oh, you're thinking way too hard. Give me. Uh, so her sentence. sister bails on her, and then, like, so she, the, the powder or. Family, family squabble. Yes, after she kills a bunch of people on accident. Yeah. The, the younger sister, so they're sisters. V and Jinx or Powder are sisters. I, so Powder's the young, younger blue hair girl. So V is fighting with these this other bad guy, and there's this like whole battle going on. And powder, that's more than a sentence. For and powder throws in this thing, and it kills all these people. And then she's like, "Hey, I saved the day." She's like, "No, you fucked everything up. You're the worst." And then she turns into a bad guy. So she goes to help the people that, or is this a this is a different bad guy group? She kills off and then starts or joins a different bad guy group, or does she join the original bad guy group? She joins the original bad guy group. Kind of weak, but okay. Yeah, but it, they did it pretty well. She's doing it to get back. At There's some weird sexual overtones though with the guy, and she's like under. You don't say. Yeah, you don't say. <laughs> the Harlequin There's, character. There that... is definitely some weird sexual overtones where I'm like, uh... yeah, no. I follow enough um, video game uh, <laughs> parts of the internet and yeah, comic type stuff to know that that show was probably mostly greenlit because of fanboy obsessions with that quote unquote hot character. You know what? I'll say it. She's a hot character for an animated character. She's pretty hot. Yeah, I'll, I think I'll that's that what they were there. going for for a certain. I'm sure there's plenty of people that call her Wafu or their Wafu or whatever that. Wafu. Wafu. Uh, yeah, that's uh, really reserved for Japanese. Uh, <laughs> It's not just an overall anime comic. <coughs> Anyways, jam. it's a really good show. I'm really enjoying it. Good. So how does she turn good? Or wait, she turns bad, and then she, there's a good turn? She has a good turn? I haven't. I don't know okay. if there's a good you turn. You said there was a big spoiler, and now you're not spoiling. The spoiler is she turned bad. You don't know if she turns bad unless you've... Oh, is that like the end of the first season? No, it's like middle of the first season. I think I have like two oh, okay. episodes left. Okay, okay, okay. Because they're okay. kind of long episodes. I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Is but, she bad in that you wouldn't know if she's bad in the game or not? No, no idea. Cool. cool. Um, but it is super neat. Well, I guess you, for a show, you really need more of a good bad for a video game. Maybe it's more of a... But she totally... The Harley Quinn thing, like, she paints, like, these smiley face things on the walls. Yeah, and... of course she does. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's about Arcane. Uh, I guess I'll just say Evil Rise, Evil Dead Rise was pretty good. Was there any cool spoiler alerts? Was there any hot anime chicks in it? No. I would say it may have been – they kind of uh, – I would say that I, they kind of made the zombie a little hot, I guess, in a way. Nice. The mom zombie. Um, she's the first one to turn. Um, they didn't use one thing um, – that the show so like she she does mess with the family in a little bit and like hey i'm still your mom but 
she kind of just stays as the dead looking person. She starts looking a little bit better. Mostly like her mannerisms are not fucked up and she's telling you she's about to murder you and kill you. So she's fucking with the, the kids a little bit in that way. But they didn't do the thing most of the evil deads have done where the person actually like seems to come back. Like, uh, the demonic features goes away. Yeah. And that's what I always thought was like super tormenting about the evil dead was that, you know, it's you see that person back again for a second. And even though you know... You might not know the first time it happens. They usually do it a couple times, and the person's like, I'm not buying that this time. Um, But uh, I don't know. I thought that was also, like, a super just – it's not one of those things that terrifies you, like a jump scare or something like that. But at the same time, it's like, dude, that would be mentally fucking terrible. Like, if your closest person to you in the world turned into this monster thing and then all of a sudden was just Came back for a just talking. Yeah. Oh my God, you cut my arm off. What's happening to me? Why? Save me. And then just immediately tries to murder you again or five minutes later is trying to murder you. So again. you talked about hot zombie. You ever hear of a movie called the battery? I don't think so. It was a indie film um, from the mid two thousands. I want to say it was called the battery. Um, so I'll just, I'll just kind of say oh, my generally bad, yeah. evil dead, uh, I think it. I don't think it was as good as the last one, the 2013 one, but I think it was very good. It was more unique, um, even that 2013 one, um, almost in the vein of Evil Dead. Like Evil Dead One and Two is almost like a, a sequel and a remake. Um, what was this one? I'm sorry. This one is its standalone. It might, since you know the original original, which also was a remake of a short short film that Sam Raimi did. This one was probably the most original film outside of Army of Darkness, which was kind of a whole other direction. Yeah, that, Army of Darkness was the best one, but that was because it wasn't a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> For you, it was clearly had to be the best one. It was super campy. Most it was it was a campy action comedy. Yeah, the it part, wasn't a horror yeah. film. In many um, did you ever hear why Sam Raimi picked Bruce Campbell to be the main actor? He's like, he's like Bruce Campbell was the type of guy that all the girls wanted. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Now that you say that, I have heard that. Um, just the B movie guy, uh, or maybe even I don't know if you'd say C, but so that battery movie you talked about the hot zombie. So the battery is uh, forced together. It's um, a movie from 2013. Uh, it was an indie movie uh, distributed by Netflix. The budget was six grand. So if that tells you, but. Um, Sometimes those movies can be the best. This movie was it's really a focus on the story. Yeah, this movie was really good, actually. Um, Sometimes you see an indie movie, and it's like, yeah, it's clearly nobody's giving you money because you suck. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Um, so the description is forced together by a zombie apocalypse. Two former baseball players find their relationship becoming strained as they struggle to survive each day. But at one point in the movie, <laughs> you said the hot zombie. So the one guy is off, like, camping like finding something to eat i forget exactly but the other guy is in a car and a zombie approaches and it's a female zombie and she's like shirtless and she's up against the car and he sees her and he starts jerking off to her dude i'm pretty guy comes back and shoots her in the head and catches him jerking off to her he's like what is going i'm pretty sure there so that's a weird part of that movie i'm pretty sure that there is an actual Zombie, zombie porn. No, there's like a there's a movie where a big part of it is, it's kind of in like um, end of Shaun of the Dead type world where it's a thing that's happened, but they kind of have it under control now. And I'm pretty sure they keep this a group of like young adult late teenagers like all keep 
going to this place and like having relations no with this zombie girl that's down there. Um, but I'll be honest with you. I think that one of the most intriguing things that I ever found in that made it's one of the small things that makes me love Richard Matheson as a writer and why I am legend is one of my favorite books. It's kind of a more, it's a vampire zombie mix up in some way, the monsters, but like he talks about seeing them outside and he watches them through his house and he's like, the narrator is narrating it kind of in his head to you. And he's just like, every once in a while, I kind of just notice the figures of one of these fucking creatures. And I'm like, Ooh, wee. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to say it, but so, you know, it's it, it, at the end of the walking dead, the book, they have the zombies all under control and they're rebuilding everything. Mm-hmm. And they have the zombies and like traveling carny shows. So you recommend the battery? Sorry, I, I, if I if you, it's decent. It's it, I'll probably check it out. Yeah, I like zombie I, flicks. Yeah, and it's um, it's got some really cool like um, it's got some really cool shots to it, like scenes that you're like, mm-hmm. and then there's some parts where like they fo- like there's like it's a it's more human I guess interaction. There's a lot of zombies, not a lot. There's a decent amount of zombies in it. The ending drags real bad. But like, there's some, there's a lot of the human aspect into it that some of them don't focus on, um, which they do. Mm-hmm. Um, it introduced me to a band. Oh, what's that band called? That is sweet, and they're so sweet. I can't remember the name of the band. Um, but I would recommend it if it's one of those movies. If you're say looking to watch something at twelve thirty at night. <laughs> Um, what is the name of that band? That's gonna bother me now. Uh, Dead Girl. Is that the name? No, no. Dead Girl is like a two thousand eight, two thousand nine horror film where the basis of it is they find a zombie and a bunch of uh, teenagers want to. No, Google. I don't have sex with it. It's Anthem for the Already Defeated, and that song is fucking sweet. Oh, Rock Plaza Central was the name of the band. Um, And that song, Anthem for the Already Defeated, is hit. Hey, hey. And they've been on hiatus since 2010. You're pretty tits, bud. Indie rock, indie pop, indie folk, folk. Cool, cool. Uh, the end of The Walking Dead in the comic books that I was saying, they, they pretty much have the zombies, like, taken care of, and it's pretty much like they bring them around for a carny show, and at the end of the very end of the book, like, some of them escape the carny show, mm-hmm. and they kill a bunch of them, and they get sued yeah. <laughs> by the carny traveler, like, you killed my, my inventory. My property. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's, it was just funny how you said that, like, yeah, he, he sues them, and then they go to the, the judge... Which is kind of wild because they're not that removed from the zombie apocalypse. And to be honest, I get that whole somebody would try and argue that, but any decent person would be like, hey, if there's a tiger out on the loose and someone kills it, like, sorry, your tiger shouldn't have got out. So it's funny. they go Not to, the tiger's fault. They go to the judge. Fault. And I think if I remember correctly, the judge like was reading the case and was like going to rule against him. And then ends up being like so-and-so's son – and he was like the judge the judges the son the judge realizes who the person is like that's being going like going against him 
I want I can't remember whose son it was, but he was one of the main characters in the book's son that didn't die. And the judge was like, "Oh, it's you. I'm not going to rule against you." <laughs> oh, that you talking about the dude that destroys the zombies? Yeah. It's Carl. Is it Carl? Okay. It's Carl. Okay. Yeah, Carl. In fact, though, I'm not sure if they break out. I think a traveling circus just comes to town, and I don't know if they escape. He just kills them. I thought they He's escaped like, this... in the woods. They might. I, I don't really I don't know. Remember I don't know. Um, I didn't actually. I, I don't know if I read that or if I read like a synopsis kind of on everything. I was on and off with The Walking Dead. I didn't join until late, and then like, um, I remember reading some of it, and then. Um, just never really got super into it, but would just pick up like random issues. Someone would be like, this is a hot issue. You got to read it. So I'd pick up like the issue before that, mm-hmm. read that issue, then the, the issue I picked up and then the next issue. And then be like, all right, well, which is tough to do some stories. Like they, even though they do an arc, a new arc and it kind of like a brand new thing. It's like, yeah, it's kind of get into hard to get into it when these characters have all built a dude, watch that guitar. All these characters have built a whole storyline and you're like, Oh, so why are you mad at John? You know, like... Uh, yep. Oh, excuse me. So what's up with this drum set? Oh, so I, I'm selling that drum set. Okay. Put it on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, boy. So let me tell you some of the hits I've gotten so all far. All right, all right. When did you put it up, by the way? Um, Sunday night. So this is 48 hours, roughly, of messages. Yes. And you really haven't been doing it over the last five hours, so 36 hours. So I've only gotten three messages on it. Okay. Okay. First message was the guy wanted to meet halfway. Kind of normal. Except for he lives three and a half hours away from me. Nope. Yeah. Why? So I could get there and you go, I'll offer you half. Why? When you already drove all this way. You just drove $80 worth of gas. Yeah. Oh, not $80. No, but I know what you mean. Yeah, a, a chunk. Yes, chunk of change. Second guy. Second guy. Man, I feel like that was just in a movie or a stand-up special recently, where somebody was like that. Like some guy hit me up in fucking Utah for this, and I was like, well, "Are you kidding me?" Sorry, go ahead. Second guy was from Austria, but his son was in town and wanted to pick up the drum set. His son was in town. His son was in town. In town, in not town. not living in town. Nope, just in town. You know, just. The old driving through town looking for drum sets type of guy. So, did he elaborate on that anymore? F- a funeral for his uh, grandfather. The son's in town for the grandfather's funeral. But the dad's stuck in Austria and needs a drum set <laughs> to pay tribute to the grandfather. <laughs> did he say what he needs it for? No, I was like, I sent the message to Steve. I'm like, does this look legit? He's like, no. <laughs> That's very odd. It's not odd. He was trying to scam me, you know, because he was probably, you know. What was what was the scam? Did you let him play at it, or did you just shut it down? I pretty much just stopped ignoring. I just ignored it because okay. I was like, "This is too." How does that scam work? Yeah, I don't know. What does he come over and just rob me? Like, because I don't have anyone's name. You have fake uncle from Austria or fake dad from Austria? Yeah. Still, I mean, I'm not sure that's a good one because usually it would be me. Like, but, but see, the, the the Austria thing doesn't make sense because you would just. Well, he didn't say he you was from just... Austria. The profile, you click on the guy's profile and it, it's him from Austria and it's like... Oh, so he might not have even thought that far ahead. Yeah, because then... I would say you just use a fake profile and you have one somewhere reasonably close. And, well, I go, he's like, where are you located? And I tell him and he's like, close enough. And I'm like, well, where are you located? He's like, well, I'm in Austria, but my son is in town for... In my town? F- oh, where's he staying? 
I so I just was like I, I stopped res- I stopped responding. Yeah. And then his profile got deleted. So I wonder how anyways, third guy. Third guy? That's a quick turnaround because usually those guys are just casting out a ton of lines. You, you sure he didn't just block you? Maybe he blocked me. Like I I mean, did his profile look like mine looked to you the other day? When I blocked you for getting super gross. <laughs> I was like Hey, I, hey buddy. <laughs> Did you, did you did you cancel your Facebook? Or, <laughs> I kind of forgot. It's funny because I was waiting for you to text me for like an hour, <laughs> and then you sent me that message. I was like, "What's going on?" I was like, "Actually, I think for a second I was like, what's going on with my Facebook?'" And then I was like, "Oh yeah, no, I blocked him." No, yeah, because like all of a sudden I couldn't message you, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm actually working, so I I gotta get back to this whatever." Is probably good. <laughs> keep talking with Daryl right now. So okay, that's two. Two number three wants to trade for a tattoo. Ooh. Yeah. Where do you have to go for said tattoo? Lakewood. Okay. How much is he offering? I don't know. I didn't. I just said no thank you. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Do you have any ink? What do you mean? Do you have any tattoos? No. This could be the first one. Yeah. I want to get a sweet. Well, how much are you looking for for this drum set? 400 bucks. Oh, never mind. 216-260-5484 if you're interested in a drum set. <laughs> I Hold on. I, I forgot one of the key things from the Arcane show. <laughs> okay, so let's rewind. <laughs> so there's this song that plays in the Arcane show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, this fucking jams. I'm like, this song rocks, you know? <laughs> and like they play it like in like the beginning. I don't know if it's the beginning, but they play it multiple times throughout the episode. I'm like... It's got a fucking beat to it. It's got mm-hmm. some rhythm to it. It's smooth. You know, I'm like, I got to look up who this band is. Mm-hmm. Do you know who what the band was? Sweet Chin Music. Imagine Dragons. Nice. <laughs> nice. I felt like, I was like, uh, am I going to be one of those guys that likes a song? Like, I don't care who you like, whatever. But I, what I was thinking, am I going to be the type of guy who thinks this song is sweet, that find out who the band is and everyone else hates this band, and now I'm going to hate on this band? I wouldn't or hate say... That song. I think it's very popular in the snapback way to say Imagine Dragons. And and I didn't know enough about them to realize that they're one of those bands that is all over the radio. Most of the pop rock, or not pop, the rock hits now, and I guess... Well, they're played on like 96.5. They're played on Kiss FM. Yeah, no, that, well, yeah, I guess that's fair too. So it is pop, it's pop and rock. They've, I guess, transcended the rock genre. Yeah. Because there's always somebody in rock that's doing that though, but I wouldn't necessarily call them pop rock. But a lot of the major songs that I didn't really like, like, but were good enough, you know, I'm not turning the channel on them. A lot of them are Imagine Dragons songs. I didn't really realize how many Imagine Dragons songs I knew until like the last six All months. All I'm saying years. is I was grooving to this fucking yeah. thing. And then it, you had to think about whether you really like it or not. Yes, I and was. And like, every time it played after that, you're like, do I still like it? I was like, no, I literally thought in my head, sorry, I'm burping up LaCroix. Mm-hmm. I literally said in my head, I am not going to be that guy who. Just not gonna like the song because mm-hmm. it's a magic. Like, you know. Uh, speaking of this, I, I had a conversation with somebody uh, last weekend. Um, you know Greta Van Fleet? Oh yeah, absolutely. What do you think about Greta Van Fleet? You know, I don't think um, the the songs I've heard. I just kind of thought the same thing. Everything everyone thought. They're just trying to sound like Zeppelin. Okay. Um, I didn't think they were bad. I didn't think they're. I think they sounded great. I think they're produced well. I think they're great musicians. I just, 
I don't know, man. Um, I like Led Zeppelin. You know, I love classic rock, but I feel like that sounds a little just kind of. I don't want to say played out, but it's it's literally it's Led Zeppelin in 2020s. Uh-huh. You know, that's just kind of how I thought about it. I, I don't think they're bad. I uh-huh. think they're okay. Yeah, the person I talked to did uh, basically called them ripoffs and wrote them off. But I mean, so I heard from somebody. This is going to be a wild conspiracy. Theory. I mean, they really do sound a lot like them. The voice is a little different. That someone told me that that band is popular and pushed so hard so that Led Zeppelin stays famous. Yes. Uh, but why? I, I don't know. I, I just said, huh, that's an interesting theory. Would, it would, you would normally think it's the opposite. They're riding the coattails of a sound that has been ingrained in everyone for 40 years. I guess that's kind of... I don't know, man. It doesn't really make sense. No. Um, it just has a retro vibe to it. really does. And some of those retro bands... Like, uh, there's a lot of those bands that... Like, Jet... Remember Jet? Mm-hmm. They had that retro vibe. The only thing I would say, though, is there isn't necessarily, you know, you don't listen to Jet and go like, oh, that's the fucking Monkees or yeah. that's MC5. It kind of has an old classic style to it, but Greta Van Fleet is like Led Zeppelin. Yeah, it's, yeah. So do they do, I can't remember, There's are there a lot of solos in Greta Van Fleet? Guitar I solos? I think so. I also just, I listened to like one of their live shows the other day, so maybe it was a lot pumped up more on there. Okay. I would say... They probably don't have. Uh, well, I, I don't. I actually really haven't heard them on the radio. I've mostly been hearing them. Just, I mean, they're playing arenas at this point, or they're about to be releasing their third album. Um, but I, I don't know that I've ever heard them on the radio. I've heard them I, on the internet. I've heard them. I, I want to say I heard them on the internet. I, I only say that I, the solo thing because. Generally, a, a guitar solo doesn't get played on the internet very much anymore, right? Like, well, that's or true. I, I mean, on the, the radio, on the radio, on yeah, AM, you don't, FM radio, you don't, you, there's don't no six-minute songs. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe they they play them more on their albums and in live concerts because I think I remember hearing a lot of it the other night. But yeah, I don't think I've ever heard them on the radio. I can't honestly, I don't listen to the radio much anymore. I. Um, so have a f- flash drive, and I just plug put all the. I, I a decent amount. I yeah. listen a decent amount. So um, I don't know. So they're they that seems more like they've built up their base themselves as opposed to being necessarily big record company produced and pushed because they're not on the radio as far yeah. as I know. I yeah, I have no qualms against them. I think they're well produced. I think they're good musicians. I think it sounds good. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? I'll admit that was kind of my first reaction. Um, well, first of all, I thought it was a chick singing. Okay. Um, and I, you know, I think Monica. I think I'd heard of them and maybe heard a song or a song before. And Monica was starting to listen to them, and I was like, I mean, well, they're just Led Zeppelin. And I was like, well, this band is pretty much playing Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. but it's not covers, and they're not obviously ripping off songs even though they i guess you could say they're ripping off the sound but well, why am i gonna have a problem with that but everything is a rip off of a sound anymore pretty dude. much pretty I much mean, at some if, point it was funny i showed somebody some um buzzcock stuff uh-huh. and if you listen to that's the the strokes have just taken that tone. oh yeah you know it's just yeah. like god it's been a while since i listened to the buzzcock yeah i downloaded their discography when i was so a great place to get music legally is archive.org. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of stuff on there. It's pretty much vinyls that someone streams to it, which mm-hmm. I guess makes it legal. I don't know how that works. But they had the discography there, and I downloaded it. And that was 
um, when I was stuck in Washington, D.C., shout out whatever crappy airline that was for getting me stuck in D.C. I want to say Delta. But I listened to that, and that was like that soundtrack. I also downloaded the entire Insane Clown Posse discography from there, which cannot be legal because like that stuff was, some of that stuff was released recently. But ICP's probably happy to have someone listen to him. You know, can I tell you something? You'll you'll appreciate this. Some of the first, mm-hmm. some of the early Sweet Chin music shows, because I wasn't sure how the idea of newer pop songs would go over, and I wasn't sure like how people. I listened to some ICP on the way to those shows, mm-hmm. and you, my inspiration was if a psycho clown rap group can get famous and make millions of dollars, people in a bar are going to listen to us play. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that was like. Like, it, that was some of the early shows. I was like, I'm not sure how this is going to go, blah, 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 blah. Um, I think that was a a fair concern. And, I mean, in, in terms in terms of a cover band, kind of a risk-taking but great idea. And it's like, I think we also integrated a couple, like, songs that's like, I don't. Steve makes a good point. Every time we do a show, he always says like, "We do a lot of pop songs, but stick around. We'll, we're going to do some songs you'll like. You'll you'll you know because like we throw a Billy Idol song in there, which is mm-hmm. the classic rockheads are kind of like all right. We do the hey, we do hey ya. You know that's kind of like mm-hmm. you know, and so we throw a couple in there that are well, gangsters. Gangsters Paradise usually kills. Oh, dude, normally it does. Yes, Gangsters Paradise. Normally people are like, why? Well, I think part of it too is like your guys' arrangements are good and. I think people are mostly recognizing those songs, and maybe if, even if you told them, like, I'm not so sure sometimes if you're in Manzo's, you want to be like, here's one by Dua Lipa. I think people are like, what the fuck, dude? Dude, we did. But, you know, people recognize this music, and it's good, and then they're like, all right. And if you told them at the end of the song, I think sometimes you'd see people, like, jamming out and then being like, wait, that's fucking Dua Lipa? What? So we said, that we said what type of... That's what a Dua Lipa is? We and said... then they might even listen to Dua Lipa and be like, that's not it. <laughs> we said we were doing a Jonas Brothers song, and some guy screamed at us. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> then we played it, and he goes, I ain't never heard that song played like that before. <laughs> yeah, right. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Fucking... Well, I mean, a lot of those songs, too, like, I can't say I particularly like Jonas Brothers, but they're not terrible. No, well, they're catchy. That's why. They're fucking, yeah. They're catchy as shit. Um, There's a reason we do these songs. It's because they're catchy as shit, you know? Uh-huh. And you're, the, the, and the demographic for most bars is not... The Greta Van Fleet, Led Zeppelin, you know, unless you're playing a specific bar like that. Like, we played a bar out in Twinsburg we thought was going to be that demographic, mm-hmm. and it wasn't, and they, we killed. I mean, I remember some guy being like, that, you know, this guy came up at the end of the show and was like, you know, if you ever need a guitar, another guitar player, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's like, I mean, you guys are taking try tested songs, like huge hits. Bananas hits, and mm-hmm. then you're putting them into the environment of something that's more suited for where you're playing, and then they're not hearing the same fucking garbage that they always. Hear. Sorry, not that it's garbage. No, I mean, but but they hear Rolling Stones and Led Zeppelin and Tom Petty and fucking X Y Z every fucking weekend. Yes, so you guys come in playing cover songs, but it's a breath of fresh air. I know it's. A, I know we're doing well when. Hey, if you want a book. <laughs> Sweet Chin Music, two one six two six five. I know we're doing something right when random people I've never talked to or never seen before that are just there at the bar are filming us, mm-hmm. right? Like, we're doing something right when someone is filming yeah. us. And that's 
Always a good, always a good vibe. Uh, so wait, 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 wait. What was the third drum set story? Tattoo guy. Tattoo guy. Yeah, man. Um, I, I don't want to. Yeah. Okay. Do you know if this guy's good? Did you look into it or were you just like hard no right off? Well, it was hard no right off, but I didn't say that. I obviously looked at his profile. He did work at a tattoo shop. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any research on the tattoo shop. Like, try and look at it or yeah. his work or anything. Because it's not like I need to get rid of the thing. Yeah. It's just kind of collecting dust and in the way. So it's like if I get lowball offers, I'm waiting for the first lowball offer where I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't need to get rid of this thing. I'm not getting rid of it because I'm Did he say, though, like, I'll give you $600 worth of work? No, he know. said, interested in trading for a tattoo. And you said straight up no. Okay. I said, no, thank you. I said, thank you. No, thank you. I guess I would have just considered it if he was like, dude, I'll do like some baller more than $400. But I I'm not. I know you don't want one, but we know plenty of people that do. Well, what are the, well, I'm a, oh, I guess if they paid me. Yeah, there you go. You get somebody to do. Uh, that's extra work for you, though, too. Uh, I don't it's even, not something you want to work. I know. I get it. I get it. I get <laughs> you, it. I like I that I'm it. rubbing my eyes at it. some fake, some fake I scenario. Get it. <laughs> I know. You're already stressed out. I get why you didn't do it. I would have considered. I would have considered that though. I would have been like, "Well, this is the opportunity that would. That's the kind of opportunity that would present itself to me that I would finally be like, well, maybe I'll get a tattoo now if I can get a deal.' I'm literally rubbing my forehead. <laughs> I never like... wanted to pierce my nipple, but they threw it in for free with the one I wanted. Oh, then I have to talk to other people. And yeah, then... you got to talk to multiple people. And then I might have to stay there for the entire tattoo <laughs> session to make sure I get paid for the drums. <laughs> No, you don't. It would also have to be somebody you trusted. Uh, but who can you trust that has a tattoo? Nobody. You know what they say, DTA, don't trust anybody. What? Don't tr- <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, all right, you want to get out of here? Not quite. Do you have something else? Oh, what is this, buddy? Oh, <laughs> this is a... It's not my birthday. This <laughs> Thank you, dude. Uh... <laughs> You can't see this, but it's a Wu Tang shirt, and it's got Ric Flair saying "Woo" in front of the Tang. I will be wearing this May twelfth at Medina Brewing Company. <laughs> will you really? Yes, absolutely. Nice, man. I saw it. I was just like, I mean, I gotta add that to the T-shirt thing. I was like, you know what? Thank- I definitely know someone that will enjoy this shirt more than I do. Oh man, I really appreciate that. It's cool. cool. I didn't man. get you anything. Oh, dude. <laughs> Come on, guess. The, let's just play it. Guess the price. 20 bucks. <laughs> I don't like you that much. Dude. I would have probably called you if it was $20. Like, yo, trust me, this shirt's dope. What size I'm do gonna, you wear? I'm going to need a little. You know, this was cheap enough that I was like, I don't care if it fits. Uh, and honestly, now that I'm looking at it, I can't believe I was worried about it fitting. Well, I'm... I was... I. I also wasn't even doing a good put it up against my chest because I had a bunch of shit in my hands. No, that's your fault. Lower. $69. Lower. Lower. <laughs> Just tell me. This is, it's so like 350 pro- How much? It's like 350 <laughs> Well, I don't want your cheap shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I felt like you felt bad <laughs> for me giving you a random gift. So it was literally under 4 bucks. Right, well, thank you. No, I it's, still... it's not something to sweat. Oh, you thought about me. Thanks, buddy. Same with you and your super awesome gift, Bobby. It was fucking cheap, bro. <laughs> oh, it's cool as shit. Oh, my heart is like, <laughs> it's overwhelmed right now. <laughs> oh, good. You deserve it, buddy. Um, hey, you got any thoughts on the NFL draft? No, we don't have a draft pick. Did you see Aaron Rodgers get traded? 
Yeah, seems like the Jets gave up a lot for him for, I don't know. I don't know, for two years maybe? I don't know how much longer he's going to be in the NFL for. I know he could come out and wow. Um, that's all I'll really say about it. It could end up being a good move. but There's not a lot of talent. I mean, I, th- I guess they did okay with Joe Flacco and Zach Wilson. I would say a lot. Exactly. So, I mean, that is one thing to say, but they gave up a lot of future. Um, I think it's it's akin to the Donovan Mitchell trade for the Cavs. They didn't quite give up as much draft capital, but at the same time... Well, they swapped first-round up, picks. The upside is so much lower. Because, <coughs> I mean, Donovan Mitchell, if everything works out, could be a Cleveland Cavalier for 10 years. Aaron Rodgers has got two to four good years left. So I mean, and two of those could be prime still. I'm just saying I don't assume he's going to be a prime quarterback for another three, four, five seasons. So they swapped first-round picks, mm-hmm. and then what, the Jets gave them like three second-round picks? or Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then that second-round pick, if, if... Well, they also are eating the whole contract. Well, and that the Four, one second-round pick, if Aaron Rodgers plays 65%, they turns have to, into a first-round first pick, pick. Which Aaron Rodgers doesn't generally... Is he hurt a lot? No. No, he's kind of an Iron Man, I would say, and, and I, I believe so at least... Um, but we don't have a pick. Well, it also seems like a pretty bad draft class. Yeah, uh, you know, I've looked at and generally like that's the one thing I I think, you know, if this was a deep fucking 30 35 guy thing and it's like god damn, this is I just assumed being the Browns that there would be the stud out of, there. Well, no, just a lot of good talent available, twenty through thirty. And I'm not, I'm not looking at many guys outside of the top five where I'm like, that's a good, that's a great guy. So it's funny you say that. I posted a Facebook memory today. Um, we played a show and it was the, the NFL draft, and it was like, we'll find out in a couple of years if they screwed up. And I share it every year saying they screwed it up. But then I went and looked at the draft, and it was a, it was the draft we took Parkevius Mingo, and that that was a pretty weak draft. Mm-hmm. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of talent there. Not that Barkevius should have been our pick, but it was like, I don't know. He was an undersized linebacker. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I know I have noticed uh, quite a few, well, not quite a few, but I've seen a, a few draft projections having uh, the Texans taking C.J. Stroud, which for some personal reasons I would say is unlikely to happen um, and then also taking Jackson Smith and Jigma a little bit later in the round um, so two Ohio State boys but um, what's it, uh, CJ Stroud is represented by Deshaun Watson's agent oh, really? so I have a feeling that the Texans owner won't be too hot to trot on dealing with and negotiating with I just him. hope he goes somewhere that's like I, he won't go somewhere good obviously because He's going to go in the top five. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I feel bad for Justin Fields, who's just getting murdered in Chicago. You know, Pretty much. But I also think um, at least he's not shouldering the blame. It might not buy him even a second chance. He might get his wheels blown off before that happens. Um, I think he'll get a second opportunity somewhere, and maybe his career will already be too far gone. I, I just feel like you, you really can ruin quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, but... I think he's at least not shouldering the blame. At least people are going, this is a bad fucking team. He, oh, he's yeah. doing some pretty amazing things on a terrible fucking well, he team. Got, we sacked him like some ungodly amount of time. That, mm-hmm. that, oh. mm-hmm. that And he still came back and battled. And uh, I don't I don't really think, I haven't heard too many people like 
just shitting on him. No, not in the slightest. His ethic, questioning his heart. Not in the slightest. Um, so that's, no, it's been the opposite. That's very nice to hear. It's been the opposite. Um, there was like some meme out there that was like Justin Fields getting murdered. You know, like it was a chalk outline. It was like, yep, he was murdered mm-hmm. again this week. Mm-hmm. And yes, but it's not him being bad. And even in those situations, people aren't saying like the sacks are his fault. It's just this team is dog, dog shit. shit. Nobody's open and there's no protection. Um, I don't know. Uh, there's reports coming out now too that a lot of people aren't keen on Stroud, and I think I think what it comes down to is one executive is being quoted as like saying he's dog shit. Hmm. Um, there's some concerns about um, arm strength and different things, which honestly I think he has one of the better arms in the yeah, class, has one of the better abilities to spread it around, is one of the best in the pocket passers. Maybe not uh, to compared to the man who's going to actually go one overall. Um, way better at most of them. His and football IQ is really good too. Exactly. Apparently, he did bad on some kind of test. Uh, that I did bad on that in Madden once. The, the fucking the SB one two fucking yeah, some fucking bullshit prognosticator fucking bullshit. So um, all the, I, I haven't really seen. Um, they did that. You know, they did. They showed results of that test one time, and it was like the guy, like the guys who scored the best, were some of the worst quarterbacks that ever came out of the draft. Yeah, like they were right. like super smart, you know, but they mm-hmm. were dog shit. Well, the thing on those things too is, I mean, some of them, and I don't know. This one maybe is is built in a certain way to test these things or those things. But um, what was that one? The the Wanderlicks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Wanderlick, yeah. I'm not. I am by no means a math and science genius. I guess I have good practical skills from what my studies have been, but I really don't think that those are hard questions for anyone who graduated high school. Um, and for them to be like graded out of those forty questions and acting like it's the be all end all, like I just don't get it. Um, I'd assume if you're at that level and performing that well. Um, especially a so, first, second round guy, you already know how to study tape and defenses. And CJ shit. Stroud had the lowest among QBs of the Wonderlick test. Oh, that was the Wonderlick? Yeah. I heard there was some kind of other test that was specific. I don't know. Maybe they just called oh, it something. Oh, he scored different. really bad. Yeah. Like. But what does that mean? He's bad at studying? I don't know. But I he mean, scored 18%. So. I Like. Yeah, and like I was just saying, those tests do not seem hard to me at all, and maybe I'm a I'm a douchebag, and um, I don't know. You know who had the – a punter had the highest score in oh, the Wonderlick test. Of course he did. Give him the football. And guess who had the lowest score ever? Hmm. Tied. There's two guys tied. Were they good? Uh, will I know these names? Yes, you'll know that there's there was three guys tied, uh, but the top two I'm going to pick. I'm trying to think of a – I don't. I didn't come here to play school. Not Cardale, though. I'm not going to throw him under the bus. Uh, Cam Newton. Nope. Did you say one of the best? So these are two worst scores. Yeah. Two lowest Wonderlick scores in NFL history. One. Both these guys had NFL careers. One was a stud, mm-hmm. and one was like okay, and then filtered off or stud. And they're it's know. not I'm both, not gonna Okay. Know. Vince Young. Okay. Who had an okay NFL career, kind of yeah. fell off. Fairly nice. Frank Gore. Okay. Had the lowest. He's a running back. Yeah. You hit the fucking hole. Yeah. And most of the time you there's one or two hole choices, so who cares? I, I yeah, I guess I was trying to think more of quarterbacks. Um I don't know. Vince Young, really? Dum dum? 
Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I'm trying to load this article. Vince Young the Dum Dum. Let me think here. Fast, good on his feet, mobile, good. I don't know, man. I, I guess I wouldn't have thought that. That's why I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I don't know how well those tests apply. If you are drafting a quarterback in the top five, and you're not really necessarily draining all those resources, but I think the end goal of that is to find the guy that's going to eventually turn into somebody that you want to pay 25 to $40 million a year. I feel like you can have an assistant coach paid $20,000, $40,000 a year simply to help that guy study film. Um, for whatever intellectual problems you think he might have. I'm just looking up some random Wonderlick scores here of people. Ben Roethlisberger, middle of the road. Andrew Luck, pretty high. Oh, did you hear what happened to uh, Ohio State offensive coordinator Brian Hartline? Yeah, I heard alcohol was involved. or something like that on on his own property. Yeah, I heard immediately alcohol was involved. After the spring game, I don't know, man. Um... That's probably one of those few times throughout the year you, you get to kind of take a breather. That is a very intense environment, recruiting, all of that shit. Um, dumb, maybe a little reckless for somebody who's now, you know, turned into an offensive coordinator, but I don't care. Whatever. So He's a human being. He's a lot Another Wonderlick thing, Blaine Gabbert. Blaine uh-huh. Gabbert, good. Really, he was a terrible NFL player. Yeah, great Wonderlick. Great Wonderlick score. Great Wonderlick. Brett Favre. Terrible. Yes, awesome NFL player. I, I guess I'm, I guess what I'm trying to. I'm sure there's people out there that could prove this point wrong. Calvin yeah. Johnson. And, and so anyway, the the whole thing I was saying, um, either this one NFL executive for some reason feels like he needs to tell everyone that everyone's souring on Stroud, or he's for a team that wants to fucking get CJ Stroud. Yeah. That's what I love. Everybody every year is is shocked by these things, and oh, we didn't hear. And this guy fell to 45, and it's a thing. Yeah, because nobody wanted to tip their hand that they thought this guy was a piece of trash, so the news didn't come out. And you never knew that this guy was going to jump as hard as 5 and 10, and then afterwards everybody tells you, actually, we, we like that guy a lot. Charlie Fry, great Wonderlick score. Great Wonderlick. Dan Marino, not so good. Lower the, Dan Marino had a 16. <sighs> they were basically the same player. <laughs> Fight me, dude. Two one six two six zero five four eight four. Charlie Fry, if he played for that Miami team, <laughs> could have been Dan Marino. Uh, Dan Marino had a sixteen. That's what a janitor would have. His- Whoa! <laughs> I'm just telling you. Whoa, what the dude! Whoa! Here it it the Slur Speech Podcast. <laughs> I would like to say our official position is janitor or not, you ain't no dum dum. <laughs> God didn't make no trash. Okay? Jameis Winston? Bob middle. I was room. walking through the courthouse the other day, and you know what happened? What? I walked through the break room, and guess who I found out had been making and doing all the crazy super hard to solve math equations <laughs> on the whiteboard. Dale. Dale the janitor. And I said, whoa, what's up with that? And he's like, yeah, how do you like them apples? And I said, Dale, man, what's good? And he was like, it's all good in the hood. And then I was like, you want to, like, you want... <laughs> A better job, and he was like, "Somebody's got to 
dump the trash out. Mama taught me that when I was 12, and I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> did you then get in a fight in a bar with Ben Affleck? Well, no, he did. <laughs> I've, I've never seen that movie. Oh, you haven't? No, I it's just, actually it's really good. I've just seen is, like I've is, seen clips and parts. It of is it. really good. I haven't seen it in a while. I'm just trying to find another really good thing to prove my point here. What's your point? Oh, Wonderlic scores is bullshit. And yeah, it's, just, it's it's always it's it's a thing. But I I think it's I don't know, man. I, it's one of those things. I think you only use that to justify your position either way. Saquon Barkley had a zero on the Wonderlic test, and I'm not saying well, how is that not the worst of all time. I don't know that. Did he just not take it? Maybe. Spurgeon Wynn had 25. That's about average. Maybe he fixed. Terrell Pryor he, had a seven. Maybe he did that thing. Tim Couch had 22. So wait, are those lower than the people you told me before? No, they what said did, Vince Young and. What's his face? Uh, had six, so I don't know how that's possible. But well, you know what? I mean, you're you're now spouting off some recent players. Maybe that original thing you saw was an older article. I don't know. What does this Saquon look like? Saquon Barkley scored a zero. Did you see Tony Rizzo went on a huge rant because someone from the Cavs called him out? What did they call him out for? He's being somebody that doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yes. And what did he say? I'm here for the fans. I don't care that you're this person. You know, pretty much saying like. And then someone posted on Facebook after he had this angry rant that I hope they installed new locks on the bathroom door for his wife's sake. Damn. It was me. <laughs> Not sure if you can get banned. I from... see Saquon did an eighteen, so I'm pretty much full shit. I'm sorry, guys. Well, Don't... to be fair, that is also from a Reddit thread on uh, <laughs> thing. But where did you get that zero score from? Was uh, it a Football IQ score? It's from FootballIQScore.com. Yeah, it looks like um, they might have just had an issue with their website. It doesn't look like maybe the the. Computers, how do they work? Score. I'm going to hit score. We should take the Wonderlick test, and and then we can give our findings for the next podcast. Do you want to do it right now? How long do you think it'll take? Well, are you hungry? I am getting pretty hungry. Okay. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it. I mean, we're getting pretty long here. Okay. Well, I mean, I didn't mean on the air, but I meant should we do it, like, right now? Oh, I could do it while I'm eating. Okay. Yeah, let's do it, and then we can talk about it next week. All right. We're going to do some Wonderlicks. Uh, if you guys want to take them and share, <laughs> I would love to know what Tony Montana would do on the Wonderlick test. <laughs> I, gotta, I'm, I have to listen to that. I found an old hard drive. I found an old hard drive with uh, some of the Two Drunk Guys stuff on it. Hell yeah. Yeah. It was pretty neat. Cool. Um, but what did, what did Tony Montana say? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I got in this world is my word in my balls, and that's where it went off the rails. <laughs> and I don't. I'll just play it. I got to save that here. I can't somewhere. remember now. I think I got to save that here somewhere. All right, we're getting out of here. Later. <laughs> bye bye.